Welcome to Flame House Chapel International, a thriving multiracial church headquartered in Accra, Ghana and led by Dr. Justice Avevo. Dr. Justice Avevo holds a PhD in physics. He's a seasoned and itinerant firebrand preacher of the gospel, an astute intellectual whose ministry brings revival, healing and liberation to God's people. He presents in-depth spirit-filled sermons on the Holy Spirit, faith, prayer, spiritual warfare, healing, and many more. Get ready, open up your heart, because the Spirit of God is about to give you an encounter of a lifetime. 2 Samuel chapter 9, from verse 1. From verse 1. And David said, And David said, Is there yet any that is left? Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul? On the house of Saul. That I may show him kindness. That for, I may show him kindness. For Jonathan's sake. For Jonathan's sake. Listen to me, child of God. The Bible says that one time David was sitting in his palace and the Lord stirred up his spirit. God has a way of doing his things. And God has a way of maneuvering his stuff for every one of us. He was there and then the Lord stirred up his spirit. Somebody needed help somewhere in an obscure place. Somebody needed help somewhere in a very bad situation. And the Lord stirred up the heart, not of an ordinary man, but the heart of a king. David was the one in charge of the economy of Israel. He controls the military. He controls the money. He controls the system. He tells one go and he goes. He tells one come and he come. He prints the monies for the, for the whole of Israel. He's in charge of everything. And someone needed help. And God stirred up the heart of David. I pray for you today in the name of Jesus. God will stir up the heart of a king for you on your behalf. Not of an ordinary person, on an ordinary man. But God is stirring up the heart of a man who has the power of a man who has what it takes of a man who has what it takes to propel you, to lift you, to carry you to where you ought to be. In the name of Jesus, I declare your name is coming up. God is creating a divine occasion in the realms of the spirit. He will speak to kings. He will speak to monarchs. He will speak to queens on your behalf. Your picture will show, your name will come up, your name will pop up, your husband's name will pop up, your wife's name will pop up, your children's name will pop up, the name of your company will pop up in the name of Jesus. If I hear your shout and your amen, I see the hand of the Lord reaching out to you. Is there anyone in the house of Saul that I, David, may show kindness to? Sometimes we think that God is slow. Sometimes we think that God has forgotten us. Sometimes we think that God, God has relegated us to the back. But let me tell you something. God is not you. God is not man. God does not reason the way you reason. God does not think the way you thought. The Bible said, as the heavens are far from the earth, so are my thoughts far. 
from your thought. God does his things in very different ways. Uh, he wants to help somebody. Then he stares at the mind of another person. But this person also does not know what God is trying to do. He does not know that there is somebody suffering somewhere that needed help. That is also calling upon God. That is also having a thought. Are you aware that even your thoughts are prayers? And that is why the Bible says, let the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto you. Every thought going to your mind, I see the Lord answering those thoughts for you. I don't like your attitude. I don't like your attitude. I said, even your thoughts of prayer, your meditations, they are coming before God as a prayer. You are saying, Lord, when shall it be my turn? You are saying, Lord, when am I going to see help? You are saying, Lord, when am I also going to smile? Every day I'm gloomy. Every day I, I, I am sad. When everybody's rejoicing, I cannot rejoice. And I hear the Lord said unto me, speak to my people. Their thoughts are coming to me. Their meditations are coming to me. I can hear it. I can see it. For there is nothing that is hidden from me. I am the Lord God. Even your thoughts are coming to me. I came as a prophet this morning to declare over your life that God is answering your thoughts. God is answering your meditation. God is answering your prayers. What your father have not seen, you will see. What your mother have not seen, you will see. Come on, clap your hands and celebrate Jesus here. anyone. The heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. And like a river, he turns it wherever he wants. And sometimes I tell you all the time, when you are dealing with men and it becomes difficult, leave them aside and come and talk to God. When you talk to God, God can change their heart. When you talk to God, God can hold their heart. I've seen the strongest men in the scriptures. I've seen the strongest men in the scriptures that became so low, like Nebuchadnezzar. God converted him into an animal. Then he said, now I know there is a God, the most high God. You hear me? I don't care how wicked your bosses. I don't care how how wicked your father is. I don't care how wicked the person you are looking up to is. But if you can talk to God, God will turn their heart in your favor. If you can talk to God, God will change their heart in your favor. Those who hate you in the past because you are talking to God, they'll begin to like you. You'll become their favorite. I prophesy over 20 of you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. Some strange favor is coming upon your life. Some strange grace is coming upon your life. Some strange glory is coming upon your life. It will not be by your strength. It will not be by your power. It will not be by your connection. It will not be by your doing, but it will be the doing of the law. All eyes will see it and they will not say, hey, your certificate has done this. They will say, yay, this is the doing of the law. And it is marvelous in our sight. When the law broke back the captivity of Zion, we were like men that dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and the people said among them, the Lord has done great and mighty things among them. A prophet Prophesy over you. God is about to do great things. I prophesy over you. God is about to do mighty things. I prophesy over you. God is about to do great wonders in your life. In the name of Jesus, your eyes will see it. Your ears will hear it. Your hands will touch it. You will feel it. You will experience it. You will testify of it. Who am I talking to this morning? In the name of Jesus, if I hear your shout, receive the power for the manifestation of the blessing. 
The devil is a liar. We will not serve God in vain. The devil is a liar. We will not serve God without a reward. The devil is a liar. God is about to bless your house. God is about to bless your family. God is about to lift you. Wherever you are, it will happen. Your eyes will see it. God will stir up the heart of kings, the heart of great men, the heart of men who are in charge for your sake, for your favor. You know why? So that there will be no resistance. Now that I will talk to him. So that he will talk to him. So that he will talk to him. And we'll see what we can do about it. That is the voice of stingy men. Stingy men association. That's the voice of men who don't have power. I'll talk to this man, talk to this man, and then we'll see what we can do about it. No, God spoke to David. David is the one in charge. When he speaks, no other person can bring a resistance. The favor God wants to give to you, he's connecting directly to the king. He's not connecting to the subordinate of the king. He's speaking to the king right himself so that the king will give a command and an order. Why? Because the Bible said, wherever the word of the king is, there is power. Where the king speaks, there is power. Where the king releases, where there is power, there is no resistance. Nobody can stop it. Nobody can say, what are you doing? That was why Jesus said, go to the village opposite you. You will see an ass or a donkey that is tied up. And he said, lose it and bring it. When they ask you, tell them, the master is in need of it. God is connecting to the master. God is connecting to the master. God is connecting to the leader. God is connecting to the man at the top. I see help coming to you this morning. In the name of Jesus, the Lord said to me, I should declare the word of favor over your life because you have suffered for too long and it's about to perfect your life. It's about to establish your life. It's about to do that which you cannot do for yourself. In the name of Jesus, I see grace catapulting you. God is lifting from the pit. God is carrying from the pit. He's sending to the top of the mountain. God is bringing from the pit. God is bringing from the background. God is lifting you from where your life has been covered. From your, where your life has been overshadowed. You will come into the lamplight. I see the spotlight shining upon you. It's shining upon your company. It's shining upon your business. It's shining upon your marriage. Very soon, we will conduct your wedding here. Very soon, we will dedicate your children here. Very soon, Soon, we will dedicate your companies here. Who am I talking to? If I hear your hand clap and your shout, may grace of God locate you. Do you know that sometimes God can speak to people and they will say they will not do it? This morning I'm talking to you on help from above. Help is coming to you from above. God went to the king himself. He did not talk to him. No. God wrestled with him and made the king restless. He was restless. This is a statement of restlessness. This is a statement. Is there nobody that I can help? I can't. There is something on me. I need someone to help. The man was restless. Listen to me, child of God. Your helpers will lose their sleep. They will lose their peace. They will lose their sleep. They will lose their peace. I see help coming to you. Anyone ordained to help you. Anyone ordained to help you. They will lose their peace. They will lose their sleep. Until they reach out to you. Who am I talking to this morning? In the name of the Lord Jesus. Any man ordained in Ghana. 
outside of Ghana, in your community, in the church, in your office, at your place of work, I declare today, wherever they are, God is releasing restlessness, restlessness, restlessness upon them in the name of Jesus. Come and scream and receive it. It's a statement of restlessness. They were restless. They had no peace. He lost their peace. He lost his peace. A whole king. The same thing happened to the king. Uh, between Mordecai and Haman. The Bible said when Esther and the children of Israel went into fasting. The Bible said that night the king could not sleep. Uh, he said bring me the books. There, I, 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 I don't know. I'm feeling something. And I don't know why I'm feeling this way. Has it ever happened to you before? Has it ever happened to you? even know why you are feeling this way but it's because something is coming and sometimes you can wake up in the morning and you are just excited you don't even know why you're excited you just wake up this morning you are so happy it is a prophetic indication in your spirit that good news is coming to you that in fact in fact you have been hearing the word say this is the day the lord has made but some of the days by the time you go to you say no the lord has made this day but it didn't go well for me but the days you feel those joy and happiness in your spirit you will testify for a truth that in Indeed, this day, God has really meant it for me. Am I speaking to somebody here today? The same thing that happened, the Bible said that the king could not sleep in the book of Esther. And the king was there. He was restless. He said, I want to do something. But I don't know. I can't pinpoint on the exact thing that I want to do. And he said, bring me the book of records. The Bible said they began to check the records. And they began to check the archives. And whilst they were checking the archives, the Bible said it came to pass in the process of time. And they realized, ladies and gentlemen, that there was a man called uh, Mordecai who did something for the king. Uh, he exposed the king's assassins. People planted to assassinate the king. And this man exposed their evil works. And by he has not been rewarded for the many things he has done. Child of God, can I submit to you this morning that there are many things we have done, good that have gone down the drain. Nobody has rewarded us. They have covered it up. But I hear a prophetic word in my spirit and in my ears that the time is coming. All the good things you have done, the records are in heaven, and God is about to open the books. Men would have refused, and they would refuse to reward you. But the Lord said to me, I should speak to his people this morning, that he himself is bringing a reward into your life for the things you have done in the church, for your offering for your first fruit, for your tithe, for your sacrifices, for all the things you have done in the house. Hear the word of the law. I, the law, I am about to reward you and declare over you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Your labor will not go in vain. The Lord shall reward your works. Clap your hands and celebrate Jesus here. king could not sleep and he saw the book and he said have they done anything to this gentleman they said they have not done anything to him listen the whole bigger picture was that they want to put Mordecai on a horse and he will ride over all the place and become a leader that was the only reason why the king was becoming restless somebody is restless right now he must give you a land somebody is restless right now he must give you a khaki somebody is restless right now he must connect you to the president Somebody's restless right now. He must connect you to a job. Somebody's restless right now. He must connect you to a business. I declare in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit realm be open.
Let the realms of the spirit be open. Let the way be clear. Let the clouds remove. Let there be clarity. Let there be clarity. Let there be clarity. Let there be clarity. For your sake, I see it coming. For your sake, I see it happening. For your sake, God is about to do it. Come on, rise up to your feet. Clap your hands. Scream and receive it right now. Is there no one? Is there no one? God knows how to do the connection. God knows how to do the connection. Uh, sometimes people call me. Can you help me? And because I don't know much, I'll say, I'll talk to this man. Can you talk to this man? Can you talk to this man? Before I realize the whole year is gone, we've not executed the plan. But when God wants to do it, he will go straight to the man head. He will go straight to the man in charge. He'll go straight to the man in charge. Ah, like Peter, like James and John, their mother took their two hands and came. He came to Jesus and said, Jesus, I know you'll be in your kingdom. I want these two children of mine. One should be here on your right. Another should be here on your left. There are people who knows how God works. Uh, they were not ready to go and talk to another person to talk to Jesus. They walked straight to Jesus and said, Jesus, I want my son to sit at your right hand. And I want the other boy to sit at your left hand. So that when you are sitting in the kingdom, everybody will see and know that these are my children. They are there. I declare over your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. The blessing God is putting on your life, it will trickle down on your children and on your children's children. Am I speaking to somebody? Even the ones you have not yet born, the kofis in your belly, the amas in your system, the equias in you, they are coming out as glorious men. Even the ones you have given birth already, we set their destiny on the path of glory. We set their destiny on the path of achievement in the name of Jesus. God will lift you and it will trickle down onto your generation in the name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands and receive that blessing now. Is there no one? A king lost his sleep. Do you know where kings sleep? That they lose sleep at night? That they cannot sleep? Do you know who they are? They print money. They have the money. The machines that print money. They print money. Can print. The president can give another. I need 50, uh, 100 Ghana CDs note. Print like one container for me. Print it for me. God will bless you. Ah. Uh, and this is what we are talking about. This is the military. He can write a letter. Put this man on front uh, at where the battle is so fierce. Let him die. He's the king. He controls. He doesn't pay tax. All the taxes you pay comes to him. He goes into his account. He eats what he wants to eat. He marries who he wants to marry. He makes a choice. The only person that dictates to him is God. Apart from that, all of you, you can't dictate to him. Nobody. Not even the commander. You can't dictate to him. If he says, hey, that is what you do. You cannot. Forget about your expert views. No expert. That's why when Nebuchadnezzar called the kings, the astrologers, he told them, that, listen, I have a dream and I want you to tell me the dream and interpret it. The astrologer said, king, hey, with all respect, like Chetukata would say, my lord, with the highest of respect. When he says that, then you know he's coming to disrespect them by giving them a lecture. My Lord, with the highest of respect, then they lecture the king, that king, oh king, it is not done anywhere in the world. That's what the Bible says in the book of Daniel. That the man has a dream, the king has a dream, and asks us to tell him the dream. 
tell me the dream and after that give me the interpretation the interpretation itself is very hard we are not even there we, we let alone tell you he said tell me or else I cut off your head and then they said to the king there is no body like that that can do that the only person that, that, can, that can override all those things the king was saying was no human being. It was only God. The Bible said when Daniel heard it, they came for Daniel. They were going to kill him and his friends. He said, he's the matter, the matter agent. They said, yes. He said, can the king give us some time? Then he went to God and he spoke to God. And he said, oh Lord, there is a matter at hand. The highest man on the land is threatening our life. Give us a secret to this matter so that we can mellow his heart and I will find favor before him. The Bible said, God revealed to Daniel. And Daniel went before the king. And he said, there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven that reveals things. The only person that could superimpose his power over the king at that time, Nebuchadnezzar, was God. Listen to me. And God has to intervene and speak for Daniel to have favor before the king by giving him the dream and the interpretation thereof. Listen to me, child of God. God knows how to play his cards. God knows how to go about it. I know you are late, but God knows how to do it. I know you are delayed, but God knows how to do it. I know you are suffering, but God knows how to do it. I know you are battling with some issues, but God knows how to do it. I know, I know that it's not working well for you, but God knows how to do it. I know you have been out of school for 10 years. You are looking for a job, but God knows how to do it. I know you have been looking for a wife for the past five, six years, but God knows how to do it. I know you have been disappointed in marriage and relationship, but I have a word for you that God knows how to do it. Today, I introduce to you that God, that wherever you are, and whatever you are dealing with, no matter the gravity, no matter the depth, no matter the height, no matter the complexity of your issue, God knows how to handle your case, and I speak over your life, and I prophesy over your life, as a servant of the Most High, in the name of Jesus, there is an eruption, the prophet said, and I hear a sound, I heard a sound, I heard a sound, I hear the sound of a breakthrough, I hear the sound of a blessing, I hear the sound of a baby, crying in your womb, crying in your house, I hear the sound of a car engine, I hear the sound of businesses, I hear the sound of breakthroughs in your house, they are coming to you. Just a few clapping is coming to you. It's resting on you in your house in the name of Jesus. I hear the sound of the blessing to rest upon your life. The Lord will do it. You'll be surprised. Come on, clap your hands and give Jesus praise. I hear the sound of a baby in my house. Uh, come on, prophesy to yourself. I hear the sound of car engines in my house. I hear the sound of shops that I'm opening. I hear the sound of breakthroughs. I hear the sound of blessings. I hear the sound of ministries. I hear the sound of our auditorium. I hear the sound of the voice of my husband. I hear the sound of the voice of my wife. I hear the sound. Of, I hear a sound. A sound is coming. A sound is coming on the day of Pentecost. The Bible said they were gathered together. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven. God will always begin with a sound. A sound is coming. It will pop up in your ears. A sound is coming. You will hear it in your ears. You will hear it. A sound of help is coming to you. A sound of help is coming to you. 
A sound of help is coming to you. A sound of help is coming to you. A sound of help is coming to you. A sound of help is coming to you. And that sound is coming from the throne. It's not coming from man. Because if it comes from man, man can subvert it. Man can sabotage it. But it's coming from God. It's coming from heaven. It's coming from the headman. It's coming from the boss. It's coming from the master. It's coming from the king. It's carrying your name. A sound is coming. Your name is in the sound. My name is in the sound. Your name is in the sound. The flame of Staple is in the sound. A sound is coming. And your name is in the sound. It will rest in your house. That sound will locate your address. It will locate your house in East Lagos. It will locate your house in Medina. It will locate your house in Prampram. It will locate your house in Dawenya. It will locate your house in Adenta. It will locate your house in Tessano. It will locate your house. The sun shall locate your house. It shall locate your house. It shall locate your house because it's bearing your name. It's carrying your name. It shall locate your house. It shall locate your house. Listen, watch this. And when they had called him unto David, the king said to him. I doubt Ziba, you Ziba. He said, yes, thy servant is he. Next verse. Yes, thy servant is he. Are you Ziba? He said, yes. The first person that appeared before the king, when the king was looking for a way to favor this gentleman, was an antagonist. Was an antagonist. And the king said, is there yet any one of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan had yet a son. But, the version that I have says, but he's lame on his feet. The first person that appeared before David when he was looking for a man to help was that the man that needed help who was from the household that he was coming from was an enemy. Was a man that despised the man that needed help. And sometimes you say, oh, may your blessing not land in your enemy's hands. May your helpers not meet your enemies on the way and ask of your address. One day I heard the story of a certain man that somebody came to the church to bless that guy who was serving in the church as a pastor. When the, man, the woman came to the church with the car and drove and asked the senior pastor, this guy, where is he? I brought him a, a blessing, a car. I want to give it to him. The pastor said, oh, that guy is mad. We have put him somewhere. He's no longer here. Meanwhile, the guy just didn't come to church that day. To sabotage him. Listen. When God is ready to do it, it can be in the hands of your enemies. And God will let your enemies deliver it into your hands. Ziba said, there is a man. Yet, he's lame in the feet. You know why? Because it is by rule and by law that people who are disfigured and disabled, disabled, they don't appear before kings. They do not. It's against the rule. And look at what David said in the next verse. I want us to pray a certain prayer this morning. Look at what he said in the next verse. Look at what he said. Because he is the one that writes the law. He can cancel it. It was an autocratic rulership. The king said unto him, where is he? 
Forget about lameness. Forget about his lame in his feet and so what? That is nonsense. Go and bring him. Behold, he's in the house of Makar, the house of Amar in Lodiba. Go and bring him to me. Listen to me, child of God. When God is ready to bless you, he can even give the blessing into the hands of your enemy and tell your enemy, give this to this man. And people will not necessarily like you, but they will do for you what they have to do for you, even though they don't like you. Have you not done business with people you never liked, but you had no idea? Have you not bought from people you bought from, even though you didn't like them? They misbehave, but you have no choice. You have to buy from them because they are the one carrying it. I declare over your life. Forget about who doesn't like me. Those things don't bother me again. When I was a child, I used to think that way. This one doesn't like me. This one doesn't like me. That one doesn't like me. It doesn't matter. When God is on your side, everybody's like and love is nonsense. You don't need it. It's irrelevant. I, am I speaking to somebody here? When the Lord is on your side, forget about who doesn't like you. I, I, I don't even know. I don't know if there is somebody I don't like because I like everybody. But peradventure, I don't even like you. It will not change anything. When God wants to bless you, he will bless you irrespective of my head, irrespective of my life, irrespective of my love, God is going to do what is what he wants to do anyway because he will never consult anybody to release a blessing upon anybody's life here. If God were to consult people before he blesses people, many of us will not even have a shoe to wear because by the time God will consult, can I bless at all? He said, no, 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 no. He has done A, B, C, D. He's like this, he's like that, he's like that. That's what Ziba was trying to do. Is there no man? That was the question they asked. Is there a human being? Yes. That's the end. Going further to describe how the man looks like and what is wrong with the man is not part of the question. I didn't ask, is there a goat? Or is there a cripple or a non-cripple? The question is, is there a man? But the answer he brought was the answer of a man who is wicked. The answer he brought was the answer of a man who has already defined somebody in his mind. Do you know that people have already defined you? They've concluded on you. As far as they are concerned, you are finished. Because you have done a lot of abortions. You can't have a child. You are messed up. You can never marry. You are finished. Say, ah, good day. But Nigerians have a proverb. Don't summarize a man who is still on the floor. <laughs> uh, but the Bible puts it better. He said, My enemies rejoice not over me when I fall, for I shall rise again. Seven times the righteous fall, but seven times they will rise up again. I prophesy over your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. God will fill your mouth with laughter. Are you here? Are you here? I said, The Lord will fill your mouth with laughter. Victory is your portion. God will fill your mouth with laughter. Testimony shall be your portion. They will say, Is this not the man that we have written up? Then suddenly you pop up. Suddenly you shoot up. Suddenly you grow up. Suddenly you become so strong, so mighty, so established that no man can uproot you, can fetch you out. Clap your hands and receive that blessing this morning. Is there no man? That was the question. Is there no man? Is there no man? But the answer was, there is a man by his lame. Did we ask of the credentials of the man? Did we ask of the physique of the man? Did we ask of how the man looked like? Did we ask of what is wrong with the man? Did we ask of a dead man? No. We only ask of a man. 
is there not a man? And they are trying to add other things to it. But David said, I am not interested in whether he has an eye or no eye. I'm not interested whether he can walk or he cannot walk. All I am looking for is a man to help. Whether he, once he's a man and he's alive, I want to stretch out my hands to him. There is somebody sitting here. Some help will come to you. But they will say, well, he doesn't have a university degree. Some help will come. They will say, well, you can't marry her because she's an aware, because she's a fanti, because she's from the north. And they will say, I am not looking for a tribe to marry. I am looking for a human being to marry. Am I speaking to somebody here? They will say, well, he does not have a degree, so you cannot give him a job. And the man will say, well, I am not looking for a man with a degree. I am looking for a human being to work and let me pay him. I am looking for a man to help. That man is you. That woman is you. That boy is you. That girl is you. That child is your child. That baby is your baby. That company is your company. Am I speaking to somebody here? Receive that blessing. God is sending help. It's coming to your company. It's coming to you. They'll say, well, uh, his company is not popular. Well, he's a pastor, but he has a small congregation. I'm not looking for a man with a big or small congregation. I am looking for a man who is a pastor. Once he can hear the voice of God, once he can see God, once God's hand is upon him, that is what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for fame. I'm not looking for popularity. God has spoken to me to help a man and to lift up a man and declare to someone to you today. You may not be popular but God is coming for you. You may not be strong but God is coming for you. You may not be known but God is coming for you. Clap your hands and receive that blessing this morning. That was an antagonist. That was an antagonist to the blessing. There is a man. He said he's lame in the feet. He said go and bring him. Look at what the Bible says. And then we'll pray in the next five minutes. Look at what he said. The king said, they said, and they fetched him out of the house of Makar, the son of Amar, from Lodibar. I don't, want even, I don't even want to go deep into Lodibar. Let me just stay on the surface of this place. The Bible said they fetch him. To fetch means that the person has been well deep and rooted in his suffering. Deep and rooted in his suffering. Deep and rooted. In medical physics, when we see cancers that are deep-rooted in certain regions of the body, you do what we call invasive treatment. After the surgeons have taken out the tumor, you explode every other area there with radiations. So that peradventure, some of the cells have hidden somewhere. You kill all of them. We call it radical treatment. Everybody will get a gunshot. Radical treatment. Everybody will get a gunshot. And that's what they did. David said, fetch him out. He's established in poverty. Fetch him out. He's established in sickness. Fetch him out. The Bible said they fetch him out. Look at what happened in the next verse. Verse 6. They fetch him out. God will fetch you out of your misery. God will fetch you out of your situation. I said, God will fetch you. When we come back to see traces of you, we will not even find one. Do you know there are people who will investigate you? Yeah. These days, everything you do, you'll be investigated. Yeah? These days, do investigation. But they will do an investigation and they will find nothing on you. Because God will wipe out your history. For he has blotted out every handwriting of ordinance that was against us. By the blood of Jesus, whatever Satan is holding against you as, as, as an instrument of accusation. I see the Lord wiping all of them out from your life. 
Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come into David. Look at what happened. Read it for me. He fell on his face uh-huh. and did reverence. And did reverence. And, and David said, uh-huh. Mephibosheth. Yeah. And he answered, mm. Behold thy servant. Mm-hmm. And David said unto him, uh, Fear not. Fear not. Listen. I, for the first time, David never knew this guy, but he heard his name. And he saw him eyeball to eyeball. And he mentioned his name. Kings will know your name. Presidents will know your name. Leaders will have your name. In the name of Jesus, there is something about name. There is something about name. A name can take you to places. A name can also bring you down. There are names you mention today. You go to an office and you mention a particular name. Once you mention that name, you will never be granted favor. When I used to live at Newtown, um, uh, uh, my grandmother's house, those days after secondary school, whenever we are looking for a job, we go to a place and they ask you, where do you stay? You don't say I'm staying at Nima or Mamobi. You say I'm staying at East Legon or Kutubabi. Immediately you say Nima, they'll know you're a rascal. Nobody's going to employ you. So my colleagues will tell me, never say you are from Mamobi, Nima, or even Accra Newtown. Tell them that you, you are from East Legon. And when they ask you which part of East Legon, American house area. And no, 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 you don't know every house. My house is behind American house. It's a greenhouse painted. Are you following what I'm saying? A name can bring you down. And a name can cause you to rise up. Your name will come up. The name of your business will come up. The name of your company will come up. The name of your work will come up. Are you here this morning? I said your name will come up. And look at what David said to him. He said, do not be afraid. And David said, fear not. Fear not. For I will surely show you I will surely show you kindness. For Jonathan, thy father's sake. For your father's sake. Another and we'll time, restore. Another time we'll go into the, the intricacies of the covenant. Why he received this blessing. But this morning, my topic is help from above. God is sending you help. And he says that, I will show you kindness. I will show you kindness. May the Lord show us kindness. Yeah. Listen, when you continue reading this story, the Bible says, and for thy father's sake, and restore unto you, restore unto you, restore unto you. The long and the short of this whole story is that this man stayed with the king and ate bread at the king's table continually for the rest of his life, for the rest of his days. That is going to be your portion. The blessing God will give you it's not going to be a one-time testimony, but it's going to be for the rest of your days. It's going to be for the rest of your life. Rise up and lift up your two hands into the air. What God is about to do, the blessing is about to put on you, is for the rest of the days. The rest of your life. Your children will benefit from it. The man who will marry will benefit from it. Hear me, ladies. As you are here, all my ladies here, listen. Any man that will marry you, is blessed. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. It's blessed. I don't know about the man, but what I know is that you sitting here, the man who married you, he's privileged to have you. Remember this day, when they come, tell them, you are privileged to have me. I carry a destiny on my life. I carry a blessing upon my head. Shall eat at the table of the king continually. Lift up your two hands. May your name pop up. Amen. May your name pop up. 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 
Lift up your hands, say, My father, my father, as I clap my hands, as I clap my hands, I declare, I declare in this month, in this month of April, of April, in this week, in this week, send me help, send me help from above, from above. send me help, send me help, help for my family, for my family. Help, help for the works of my hands, help for our church, help, clap your hands and pray now. We believe you've been blessed by this message. Thank you for listening. For further details, call 020-403-8468, 020-403-8468, or 055-8629-673, 055-8629-673.